Es un espectáculo completamente nuevo con un elenco completamente nuevo. Estamos aquí para hablar de ello. El resto del programa está en inglés. El Drag Race España empieza ahora. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Drag Race España Season 1, Episode 1, titled... I forgot what it's called. I think it's called, like... I have the name right here. I think it's called... Uh, uh, Bienvenidas a España. My welcome name, to Spain. Welcome to Spain. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one very Spanish co-host... From West Hollywood, California, via... No, from Spain via West... Oh, wait. Would it be West Hollywood via Spain? I'm going to do that. <laughs> it's the one, the only, Raúl Martín. Raúl. Hola, hola, hola. Bienvenidos. Gracias. ¿Cómo estás? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Here we are with... Uh, Yet another edition of RuPaul's Drag Race Spain. Everyone listening, uh, we're not going to do this traditionally, um, mostly because these foreign language shows are so much work. So what Raul and I have, and Raul's busy himself, is what we've agreed to do is sort of do like a, a mini season of recapping the show. So definitely we're doing the season premiere like we're going to do right now. And we're also going to do the season finale. And then there'll be one or two episodes in between to sort of catch us up to where we've been. Um, but Raul, first of all, let's, why don't we talk a little bit about you? Because, you know, I have a new policy here that if we're going to cover a foreign language show, or even a show that's not American, like Australia, we have an Australian co-host, that we, I want to have someone from that country, that culture to be here. So why don't you tell us a little about, you're from Spain, correct? I am from Spain. I was born and raised in Madrid, which is the capital. Oh, yeah. A lot of the queens in the season are from Madrid too, uh -huh. uh, which makes sense because it's one of the biggest cities. It's obviously the biggest city together with Barcelona. So we have yeah. a couple of Barcelona, a couple of Madrid, mm -hmm. some of them from the south, from Andalusia. So that's a little bit of, you know, mm -hmm. representation from all over. But I am from Madrid. I came here 10 years ago. Um, I was in education before, but I have always been writing all my life so i'm a writer and i yeah. work on television and yeah. i am now here doing this with you which i'm super excited about i'm super excited to have you uh yeah i'm looking at the, i'm looking at the cast list right now it looks like and we're gonna go through them uh killer mm -hmm. queen and uh poopy poison poopy poison which if you say it in english like poppy poison it doesn't really um, sound fun to me. I think it's funny if you say poopy poison, <laughs> which is hilarious. I um, thought it was yeah. like poopy, and then like I know in French, poisson is like, is it shrimp or fish? I don't know what even what that means in it's French. It's veneno. It's like uh, poison, like veneno. Oh, okay. Very good. I'm excited. I really am. I, you know, I rewatched it this morning. Yeah. And I'm really excited to dive into it because there are so many questions that I have, I, I, you know, we can't go through every single cultural reference or we'll be here for literally six hours. But yes. there are some big ones that like, you know, um, you know, actually, let's talk about the host first. Her name yeah. is like Suprema Deluxe or something like that, right? Suprema Deluxe, yeah. Yeah, Suprema Deluxe. Just, she has been in the industry for the longest time. There's a few queens that have been forever mm -hmm. uh, in the drug industry, in the drug culture of the mm -hmm. country. I remember... Um, 
when I would go to the city to my gay clubs and the bars mm-hmm. and yeah. um, seeing some of them, I haven't seen Supreme in person on mm-hmm. um, a performance, but she's gorgeous. I, I, I really like what she did. Is she famous? Is she like the RuPaul of Spain, someone might say, or? Um, there's there's a few of them. I don't want to name, but there's a yeah. few of them that I and, I and I really I was shocked when I found out that she was going to be the um, um, the host because um, I thought there was other names there in the in the back that mm-hmm. uh, that made more sense. But also, I haven't been there for like ten years, yeah. So uh, there's a lot going on, and there's you know culture change, and yeah. I'm missing a lot. So obviously, that might have changed, and that might be the reason. But um, yeah, she's she's great. Yeah, so there's a very, lot of drag famous, yeah. culture there. Oh, there Sorry, is. Okay, mm-hmm. no, 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 it's okay. So uh, that's interesting. So is, is it one of these cases? Like, for instance, I get the impression. Maybe you can educate me right now. That speaking of poopy poison, that um, that because they were talking about how she's sort of iconic already in the Spanish drag scene. Is it one yeah. of these weird things where it's like Poopy Poison and RuPaul clearly maybe know each other or work together or maybe are on the same level or is there a definite- they are they know each other for sure because there's a movie coming up where they are together. Okay, I, I might be super wrong right now, but I think they are together. The movie's called The Phantom of the Sauna, okay. <laughs> which is the name is a spoof of you know the Phantom yeah. of the Opera, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but this, uh, I was just reading about it and and I saw the poster and yeah. I think they are. Let me read the names. Yeah. Yes, they work together on this movie, and it's coming up uh, this year. So they know each other for sure. Mm-hmm. Poopy was fam- well. She was, she's been in a couple of things, reality competitions in the country. She was in um, España Got Talent, which is our, ver- our version of Got Talent. Okay. Uh, now in RuPaul, and there was another dating show that she appeared, and um, so she's known. But the reason she's known between the queer community is for this super viral video uh, parody song, similar to what Willem would do with okay. Vicky Box. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's a, a, a parody version of a song, um, and it was poopy in drag singing very flamenco style and okay. yeah it was it was fun and it was a sensation so she was known for that so she's been working for a while and obviously she would tour and go to different clubs doing the song so mm-hmm. she's been there for a while she's not a newbie all right very very good well first you know let's get into it right now is um Let's talk about what we generally do, which is two things liked about the episode and one thing that you did not. So what are two things, Raul, that you liked about this episode? Um, I love that they chose um, – I'm going to say that two things that I that I really love was the challenges. Okay. I really thought it was very strong to start with something very comedic and stupid mm-hmm. with a bull. Mm-hmm. Um, it was truly hilarious, and I thought it was very effective. Mm-hmm. It's also a way to know them a little bit of knowing how they behave, how they behave, how, how are they as you know their personalities, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. in a very funny, stupid way, which yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also loved the second the, the the maxi challenge was insane. It reminded me of mm-hmm. the older seasons of Drag Race, and the reason why I love drag uh, older seasons of Drag Ra- of Drag Race, which is seeing them create shit and make stuff with their hands because then you know okay 
she's a resourceful bitch or she cannot do anything or you know she's she and, and i thought it was great i i love to see them create stuff because yes we will have time to see their amazing designer friends and we'll see all the dresses and all the costumes and it's gonna be fantastic mm-hmm. but i love to see how terrible they are with the glue guns yeah. or how good they are with the with the machines it was amazing to see when killer queen started uh, created her outfit and nobody was giving really a shit about her but everybody was like oh she knows what she's doing she knows how to say it. yeah yeah so i think those two obviously the cast is, i think the, the cast is great so and, and i think people are loving it that's i can read twitter and, and stuff i think people are loving it because the cast is great but mm-hmm. um yeah I, i'm gonna i'm gonna take those two things something i did not like do you want to go now with yeah no no no, like? no 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 i'm waiting for you go ahead what's the one thing you didn't like uh, I didn't like some of the translate. I know it's part of a franchise, so they have to make it look like it belongs to a family of other shows that are doing very well internationally. But um, I still felt like there was some weird gimmicky translations that I don't really know how that sounds for the Spanish people and viewers watching. Like, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. When they were saying... Um, uh, Shante te quedas or Shashe te vas. That is, yeah. uh, that sounds so weird to me, but also that is also, it's very, it's been very, you know, very picky right now because I have been out of the country. I'm, yeah. um, bilingual. So for me, it sounds kind of, kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Um, that's another thing I didn't like. Do you, do you want me to hear? Do you oh, want yeah, me to see yeah, just one sure. or two? Sure. No, two things fine. I, I didn't really love that we didn't get to hear all the judges. And I, I wonder wow. if it's because they have a lot of queens in the first episode and we will get more time to see or to hear what the judges, the judges have to say. I feel like we heard just one comment or opinion and then moved to the next queen. I wish we had heard all the, the judges, what they had to say about all the queens. But that might be also because there's a lot of queens and they have to, you know. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I think... <laughs> You know, uh, Dragula used to do that in its first season. And I think, uh, cause the, sh- the episode right now as it is, is an hour nine. So that's, it's already mm-hmm. long. And then two, um, there are a lot of queens, but, um, you know, uh, I think, yeah, I think you're right. As, as it boils down, they'll, they'll spend more time per queen, but I think that would have been a lot because even today, <clears throat> I didn't feel I needed to, wa- when I rewatch, I didn't feel I needed to watch the judges critiques, the, um, when they deliberate themselves. And mm-hmm. that was by itself like twelve minutes. It was very long. Yeah. So I think, um, if anything, I would want them to cut it down. Uh, but I never care what yeah. I just think. All right, uh, the two things I liked. Um, I actually, what I really, really like, based on what I've seen on like Drag Race Thailand, what I've seen on Drag Race Holland, and I think this is actually the big complaint about Drag Race Australia, is. They're different though. Drag Race Australia, the big complaint is that it's basically an American show for Americans with, with Australian queens. It's not really distinctly Australian. And with Holland and with, um, Thailand, it wasn't that necessarily per se, but they did weird things. Like they didn't really have Dutch songs or they didn't have Thai songs. They had like American songs or RuPaul songs. And so um, I liked that in most ways, except for the phrases you were talking about, it was very Spanish. It had a Spanish host, uh, Spanish queens who made Spanish cultural references. There was a Spanish pop song. Um, you're right. Apart from the phrases that they recycled, 
Because I think even in Drag Race Holland, yeah, I know for a fact, in Drag Race Holland, RuPaul filmed the video segments. You know, when she's like, hey, mm-hmm. queens. Yeah. This, nope, this had Supreme Deluxe doing uh, the mm-hmm. video segments. So I like that it was distinctly its very own thing. And maybe if it yeah. lasts another season, they'll feel more comfortable pulling away even more. You know? Right. Um, and what a great way to start the lip sync with such an iconic pop star in Spain and all Latin America. Oh, okay. so um, she is. She Mon- is. Monica. A... Monica Naranjo is huge. And that song is such a sobrevive. It's I Will Survive. So it's mm-hmm. it's basically our I Will Survive. Yeah. And everything that it means, you yeah. know, for the queer community. So mm-hmm. it was such a great way to start. I thought it was, yeah. I cannot wait to, to hear the other lip syncs coming. So yeah. The, I think it's going to be great. The other thing, too, is, and this is such a, a shallow gay man thing to say, I will say... I'm going back in recent memory, but this might this cast as a whole might be the biggest trade out of drag as a whole cast that I've ever seen. Usually there's one or two people you're like, oh, that's the trade of the season. But this one, there are at least five that I'm like, oh, it's kind of cute. <laughs> really? Yeah. See, I don't I don't see that way. I think it's because I'm from there. You know, when you go somewhere else, everybody's yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because I'm from there. I don't see it that way. I see maybe two or three. Okay. That I find cute, yeah. but uh, t- tell me, tell me your traits. Maybe when we get to, we're going to go through the workroom one because I, I have to <laughs> think of their name and then look, I have a picture here. I know for a fact, yeah. <clears throat> Carmen. Ca- yes, but also Sag- <laughs> Sagittaria. Oh, Sagittaria is so uh, cute. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, Twink. Oh. You're telling me. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, well, let's actually do this. And then, the, you know, the queens, as traditionally, uh, they walk into the workroom. We'll just do a sort of, like, um, buzz through this. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna fuck these names up. Why don't you – do you have the list in front of the order? I have the order here, but do you have the order in front of you? I don't have the order, but I know, I, the, I know the names. Okay, I'm going to fuck these names up. Especially, some of them, I'm all – did they choose these names on purpose to make it hard for me to say? Okay. <laughs> the first one I read at the gate. I want to say it's Aranza Castilla-La Mancha. Yes. Very well pronounced. Thank Aranza you. Aranza Castilla-La Mancha. Yeah. And does it have a meaning? Because I think there's some of them that have inside it, jokes it, that I don't it, get. It has all, all type of meanings. Aranza, mm-hmm. first of all, the way you spell Aranza with a T yeah. X, that means that it's from the north, from the Basque country, País oh, Vasco. Okay. So there's a mix. There's a mix. I think there's a mix of things that represent her because it's a Basco name, especially the way you you write it, because you can write it with T A to T X or with C H Arancha okay. or Arancha. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then Castilla Mancha is another community. It's a it's just a community above Madrid, um, call it province. Uh, above Madrid, and the fun thing about Arancha is that she calls herself the Hannah Montana. So the, 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 since there's a Hannah Montana who's obviously American, there has to be an Arancha Castilla-La Mancha, which is the Spanish version. Of oh, it. That's why it's funny. Okay, it's because the same way you have a Hannah Montana, Montana like the state, yeah. we have Arancha Castilla-La Mancha because Castilla-La oh. Mancha is like the state. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! I would have never, never gotten that right. too. <laughs> it's by the way, she's amazingly funny and so cute and adorable. Mm-hmm. I loved Aracha so much and I hope she makes it very, very far. Alright, very good. The next one was Sagittaria? Sagittaria, oh, yeah. Sagittaria, thank you. Sagittaria. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay, your thoughts here. What are your bullet point thoughts here? Sagittaria. Well, Sagittaria is very Aquaria, which is also the reason why she got the name Sagittaria, which is another constellation, another zodiac thing. It's a, oh. She's a huge fan of Aquaria. So she, instead of going with Aquaria, she went with Sagittaria, which is, it represents, it's very twin, very, very Aquaria. It's, yeah. it's, she's Barcelona, um, very young, very talented, and really pretty, of course. I are we going to talk about looks in the runway or not? On the runway or that we, we can talk about the entrance look, but we'll get, we'll get to the runway. Okay, perfect. Then I won't talk about her look, uh, her look in the runway, I, but um, yeah, she. I think she's she's great. I mean, I'm I'm not going to be talking very negative things about them. Yeah. Today, so just so you know. Oh, I'll, I don't mind going there, but I will. I don't, actually, I don't really have anything negative to say about anybody today. But, well, that's that's what I'm saying. That well, I have a couple, but, but yeah. um, it's not really about the queens. It's yeah. more judges and their relationship. But even though right here, I do have a negative thing to say. Kind of, it's it's not really harsh. I like how when she's talking to Aranza, she's like, "Oh, I hope they don't think I'm Elsa from Frozen." I'm like, "Bitch, you dress like Elsa from Frozen." <laughs> that's like if I dress from yeah, like Ronald Frozen. McDonald. I hope they don't think I'm Ronald McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was such a great comedic edit. I have to say, the, the, edit, the editing was great and, yeah. and very effective. It was yeah. really funny. All right, here we go again. With another name here. Okay, Ugaseo Crujiente. Okay, this is another name that we have to unpack. Ugaseo Crujiente. Okay, Ugaseo Crujiente. Okay, go ahead. Yes. So, <laughs> okay. I might be super wrong. I should have checked this before right. um, do, recording this, but uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. What is the name in um, SpongeBob? What is the name of the crab? No, the 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 restaurant where they eat the hamburger. Oh, the the crusty crab. Okay, so I think in Spanish that is called crustáceo crujiente, which okay. is exactly that translation. So he probably, his name is probably Hugo, or it sounds like Hugo, the okay. name Hugo, but in mm-hmm. Spanish we don't pronounce the H, so Hugo. So uh, Ugaseo is a way of, you know, it's like a play. Crustaceo, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a play on the word, on the word. So that is, that is actually oh. what, what that name means. Or so that like, is how I'm taking it. Yeah, in English, it would be like if your name was Dusty, instead of being Krusty yes. Crab, your name is Dusty Crab. Exactly, Jesus. Or actually, would be example for, is amazing. Yeah, for, that is exactly. Actually, what it is. for a drag queen, it'd probably be like Christy Crab. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Well, see, I'm glad you're here to explain. This. All right, because th- the next one, I, I know you're gonna have a. Oh, by the way, can we talk about this insane, talented, visionary artistic queen? Because she was amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm I so agree with the judges yeah. in everything they said about her. Well, yeah, and this Morgan. entrance look was everything. The entrance look was even fantastic, and the makeup and everything mm-hmm. was fantastic. You could tell. They yeah, were I there. also tend to go. I also tend to support all these artistic queens that might be a little on the underdog side because I remember I felt the same way about. Um, oh shit! I'm gonna fail with all the names now. But yeah, I always go to these queens right. that might be a little more on the artistic side. Right. I remember feeling the same about Jinx. I remember feeling the same about Nina Bonita um, Brown. Yes. Yeah, correct. Uh, the winner, one of the winners in the, the latest seasons, I forget. Oh, Crystal Method? Nope. I wish. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, the previous one to that one. Okay. Oh, how uh, am I doing Evie, this? Evie I'm forgetting Oddly. the names of the queens. Evie Oddly. Yes. Evie, 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 Evie. Yeah. Okay. The next one we have is Carmen Farala. Carmen Farala. 
Uh, first of all, what's funny is my Spanish is pretty much first year in high school level Spanish. But um, but she kept saying she hates it when people say uh, Carmen Farala, which you would think Spanish yeah. speakers would know not to say that. Is there a reason why people would say Farala? Yes, because the, the words mean different things. Oh. Farala with la tilde la a, farala, yeah. it's a little or- ornament that you put in the flamenco skirts, the okay. volante, okay. that makes it like, you know, like we have sometimes have here in the shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, that is farala with tilde la a, farala. Mm-hmm. Now, farala, it doesn't mean the same in every country that speaks Spanish. So this mm-hmm. might be a little, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, but it's someone who's very outgoing, who's popular. So if, oh. your, group, your group of friends, if you are the one who's always out and he's meeting uh, new people, it's a farala, which comes from the word farandula, which is, you know, party and okay. artist tale. Exactly. This is exactly everyone <laughs> listening. This is why I was saying that if we actually went through every reference, we would be here for six hours. Oh, All yeah. right. Next one, any thoughts on Carmen uh, Farala? Um, really pretty. I was not expecting her to be that successful the first oh, um, episode, but she kind of killed it. Yeah. She was she was really adorable, and she did a great job. Yeah. All right, next we have Killer Queen. I can say that one. Uh, she's a doctor. <laughs> she's a doctor. I know. Yeah. Oh, I think Killer, oh, I think Killer Queen's very good looking, too. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which it's also a Queen song, right? It's, yes, it's a probably Queen the name song. comes from a mm-hmm. queer song, Queen song. Yeah, it does. Um, uh, yeah, she's great. So funny too. I love that she's a doctor. Um, very creative. Um, I don't know how. What, I have the feeling she's gonna be in like in between, like not not crazy personality. Like we're not. I don't think we're gonna see a lot of personality. But maybe I'm wrong. And there's an episode where it's like oh, she explodes and. Yeah. You know, that would be super fun. But uh, I think she's adorable. All right. The next one is, okay, the Vima Nurmi. Mm-hmm. Another Barcelona, which, again, um, love the look more on the darker side. I think it's fantastic. And I love her. Um, she has beef with Sagittaria. They were roommates in Barcelona. And... I don't want, and I hope the reason why um, she didn't go home, it's because, you know, the producers wanted to have the drama of them too. That's um, 100% it. And see. I know, but it's like really, because the Macarena is just so good. I mean, we're anticipating here who left and who didn't, but um, I really think she didn't shine. Like, um, I don't think we saw her personality. I don't think we saw her being amazing with the other queens. I don't think her she wasn't very comfortable. I wish we had a couple of weeks to know her, that's for sure. But I don't really understand La Macarena living. Yeah. Because La Macarena for me was so strong. Yeah, we'll get to that. But n- let me ask you this question. Is there a meaning behind the name Dovima Nurmi? Now, I know the Nurmi part, actually. I strangely knew that part. But Dovima, is this okay. a name or... I have never heard it in my life. Okay. I don't know where the first part comes. The Normie part I knew, actually. So there is an iconic, especially in gay culture, but even in culture, but uh, Vampira was a TV host in the 50s. But you know the look. She's in Plan 9 from Outer Space. She inspired the look for Elvira. And her mm-hmm. name, the actress's name, was Mela Nurmi, spelled exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. And so I think, and it's a very, so obviously very spooky look. She had a very spooky look. Yeah. Vampira. 
very gay, iconic, you know, the super thin little waist and everything like that. So I'm mm-hmm. obviously she's uh, paying homage to that woman's name. I don't know where the first part makes, comes in. Makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the next one I have a lot of questions about, actually. I was talking to my cousin okay. Richard. Yeah, you know, you know my cousin Richard, and everyone should know that's how we met. But yes. Inti. 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 Yeah. I'm obsessed with Inti. Yeah. So she described <laughs> herself as like like an indigenous futuristic look, right? Correct. And when I was talking She's to Richard. She's from Bolivia. Oh, She's okay. from Bolivia. So, yeah. So she was Boliviana, went to – she grew up in Madrid. Uh, and oh. then now she's living in Belgium. But um, I'm not sure if she has double nationality, but uh, that's why she's an indigenous because uh, she's Boliviana. So I love what she said about she would she she would look like an indigenous would live today. I mean, not an indigenous, like um, kind of like Amazonian. Um, yeah, I think she's she's basically calling her ancestors and, and yeah. honoring them, and I think yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, she made sort of a political statement. That's why I was telling my cousin Richard, which was it's what. Uh, a futuristic indigenous person would look like if they hadn't been killed off. Essentially, exactly. If they were still. Alive. That's exactly. That's the line. That's the line I wanted to yeah. actually um, quote, but I wasn't able to. Thank yeah. you so much. No, no, that's all right. Yeah, which is, it's fantastic, and she's also. She, not only that, remember when she asked the question, everybody's being superficial and stupid in the yeah. workroom, and she goes like, "What do you guys think about the trans revolution that we're living right now and experiencing right now?" I think she's. Gorgeous. I think yeah. I love when younger queens bring up these matters and these mm-hmm. questions and makes me have faith in them and say, okay, this is not totally lost. Look at these amazing people being, you know, this smart and amazing. Well, one of the things that I was impressed by as well is that uh, you can tell there isn't an effort to do female illusion. Like, mm-hmm. Inti has no problem being very obviously a man in a dress. And that's sort of the non-binary uh, aspect that she's playing with. Um, correct. Which makes correct. it very interesting. Um, very interesting. And I love the look. I yeah, also like too. the aesthetic of, of what she brought to the runway. I thought she was she was great, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also very tall. Which... Yeah. Next question, actually, too, by her is, I, this came up in Drag Race Holland. In Drag Race Holland, they had a, a couple of Brazilian queens. But they spoke... Brazilian and Peruvian. Oh, that what it was? Okay, but they were, but they both uh, spoke, you know, Dutch. And um, I asked our Dutch host if they had an accent, and Uh he's like, "Oh yeah, they have a clear, clear accent." Does Inti have an accent here in Spain? I didn't get, I didn't get an accent. Oh really? I think, I think she, I think she mentioned she was born and raised there, or like she had been there all her life. So there's a chance there's not an accent because you know, yeah. I don't know. It's there's a weird, a weird thing with with accents too, where you try mm-hmm. to accommodate when you are in the in the context. You try to accommodate. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I, for example, when I go back to see my family in Spain, they would tell me, "Oh my God, you speak like an American. What is that? What are you yes. saying?" And then, um, but I am totally unconscious about it. Um, and that would happen maybe the first two days. After two or three days there, that disappears. Oh, interesting. Right, so I, it's uh, languages, you know. It's yeah, so amazing. All right, next one we have is drag vulcano, which I'm assuming means drag, drag vulcano. vulcano. Yeah. Now, th- now everyone should know because they can't see you and they don't know this, but you're a very tall drink of water. How tall are you again? I'm six eight. So you're six foot eight. I get the impression that drag volcano, out of even making herself taller, is probably about as taller, around the same height. Correct. 
Well, yeah, but I was confused when I saw him next to two other queens, and they were kind of like the same height. So I was like oh. very confused about that. They, let's let's talk about the shoes, though, and also okay. let's talk about Dragulcano in a sense of where he comes from, where, where okay. she comes from. Dragulcano is from Canarias. Now, I think it's important to note that Canarias has a huge tradition of drag, and mm. is famous in all over Europe okay. for a contest that they do around the carnival time, which is Carnavales, which is kind of like February, but it's, I think, a month later. So it should be around some, sometime in spring. They do this amazing drag queen competition or contest. Think about it as a beauty pageant, but for drag queens, but, but it includes a performance. And the looks are ridiculous you can go to youtube and put uh drag queen canarias or drag queen yeah and you will find a thousand videos of how this looks they also they always have these huge feathery dresses they they, they make themselves look so huge it's insane because that's the purpose of that type of drag right so those high shoes that they that the drag will kind of came up with it's very Canarias. And the way he, the, the, the makeup and the costume, it's very Canarias, which I am obsessed. It's It kind of reminds me of a samba uh, in Brazil where they put the feathers and all that. It's beautiful to watch. And that is what drag, the type of drug that he does from Canarias um, for Volcano, which, you know, gorgeous and very handsome. That is also yeah. one of my traits too. Oh, he is. Oh, very yeah. handsome. oh no, he's That's very handsome. He's he's one of my choices too. He's also very handsome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. And I should have mentioned too that I actually kind of have a thing for Aranza Castilla de la Mancha. I think there's something quirky <laughs> like that. Like, oh, what a quirky. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. And then finally in the workroom we have uh, the Macarena. Who the Macarena? Uh, yeah. And uh, now we know that here in the U.S. as a silly song, but is there right. other? Is there something else we're missing from that name? Yeah, the Macarena. Well, the Macarena. I, I, I don't think that her name is because of the Virgin, but the Macarena is a huge Virgin. Virgin in you know how we have La Virgen del, del Carmen, La Virgen yeah. de Guadalupe, La Virgen. De, so we also have the Virgin of Macarena, which. It's not only a popular name, but also the Virgin. Mm-hmm. And it represents Andalusia, which is the south, where the Macarena is from, very well. Um, I'm very sad that she left, to mm-hmm. be totally honest. I thought she was cracking me up. I thought she was really fun. Yeah, she's very talkative. She's nonstop yeah. <laughs> talking. <laughs> but I thought, and I didn't think her her, her runway was the worst, I mm-hmm. will say. I will I will stop now and we'll talk about that later but mm-hmm. uh yeah i have a conflict with that and it, it involves pooping it involves poopy poison oh they said involved pooping and i was like oh no what but okay now oh, yeah no. poopy poison yeah no, all right that is that is for the next that is for the next episode all right well let's actually so the girls all come in okay and then there's the tradition that i got they're talking they're chatting and then we have the traditional you know whoop, you know that happens and they go to the video screen and this mm-hmm. time it's supreme deluxe or how do you say it yeah, just how you say that. Oh, okay, I just want to make sure. And then she, then she comes out as a. Which, and, by the way, let me tell you something. I yeah. wish it was Suprema the looks. Yeah, Suprema the looks, as in Suprema in like in Spanish. But I think she write they write it like Suprem. Yeah, right. Like in yeah, English. they do. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. This is what we have you here for. So, uh, and then she comes in as her boy, and then she announces immediately, welcomes them. Uh, the mini challenge. What I thought mm-hmm. was funny is. That, um, oh, I never said the one thing I didn't like and actually incorporate it here. I just got to the things that I like. 
Um, the one thing I didn't like was there were elements of this show that I wish it, it, there were parts that were the production seemed like they had low production values and, and, uh, or kind of unprofessional or weird. And w- this was one of them where she's like, and I'm sure it's because they had limited studio space, but this is the first time I've ever seen the Queens leave. And then they, and then enter again. Yeah. And then they redress the set and then they enter again. There's at least an illusion that they went somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. So um, I also noticed that. Yeah. yeah, and so they come back in, and then the, there's a mechanical bull setup. Now, had, my first question here is: now, obviously, bullfighting is a prominent feature of Spanish culture, but my question though is: mechanical bulls to me though feel like American Southwest, you know, Southern thing. Is do they have mechanical bulls? Are those popular in Spain as well? Yeah, I oh, think okay. they're popular pretty much every everywhere. Yeah, especially if you have, you know. Um. Yeah, like all the ferias, all the if you go to fairs and all that, they, okay. there's always some yeah. mechanical bull for sure. Here, I think. I mean, I, yeah. I'm assuming they also chose it because of the image of Spain and the bullfighting no, and everything, right. which, by the way, is cha- is changing. And particularly, more younger liberal queer groups are super against it, and they mm-hmm. are uh, in a lot of places it's not allowed, or there's a lot of restrictions on how to do it, and and. Um, I, I'm guessing it's because of that image and the, the reason why they chose the mechanical bull. But yeah, we we do have it too. Yeah. So okay. I, fe- I I felt do- exactly the same that you felt when they let them go out and then <laughs> in again when yeah, the set was yeah. dressed again. That was so weird. They, they could have taken them, I don't know, to the main stage or I don't know. They they should have done something. Yeah. I felt or they, or what they could have done is done a cut and then have mm-hmm. them stand back in on their marks. And after they yeah. dressed the set and made it seem as if it was there the whole time. Correct. Can you please produce this shit? Please? Yeah, exactly. I know. So anyway, <laughs> I uh, will say the look, the look of the main stage though. I like it more than Australia's. I think it's oh. in Spain. I could see that. Yeah. The, the... Uh, all right. So then they go through Car- uh, Carmen Farala wins. Were there any big things about, we didn't, I know, I guess her testicles were out just hanging out when she was doing it, but were there any, <laughs> any big moments that you remember from the mechanical bull challenge? Uh, I just thought it was very funny when everybody was uh, falling, and and we were so surprised that Carmen was not. Um, mm-hmm. I, I also, it's also funny how I kind of knew who was gonna be like the first one falling within the first three seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was just so fun to. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the music, if it was the screaming or what, but I was laughing. Yeah. All right, then we then after so Carmen wins, and then afterwards we go into this very tiny workroom. Now, one of the things I want to talk about this is something that has to do with <laughs> very tiny workroom. Oh, it's very <laughs> tiny. Like they have barely room to move. In fact, even then, he's like, okay, he, he calls the mini challenge, and he goes, and then again, this is a very strange thing. Usually, like RuPaul like leaves, but then uh-huh. Supreme was just like standing there as they went and unpacked their bags. It was very, it's very, very odd how they did things. Now, the other thing too that I don't like, it must be, a, if I, again, we're going to get deep into production type of stuff here, but like, I've noticed this on Holland, on Thailand, and now this, where they don't pay for the general royalty free music services. Um, they just use canned RuPaul music. They don't, so like, there are different services they could use that aren't terribly expensive. I, I, I guess World of Wonder must offer that for free, and so they're trying to cut down the cost that they can. Right. But like, so we have to hear right. RuPaul songs over and over again, cut in a weird way. Right. Um, another weird thing was so that during this moment when they're all unpacking their stuff, Macarena just walks up to the mirror, 
Mm, yeah. And that's the PSA yeah. um, announcement about, yeah, I, that was very odd and that was very weird. And I was like, hmm, why are we getting this much screen time? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. she ended up leaving. <laughs> yeah. So I think we have a little bit of all of them. Yeah. Talking while getting ready in front of the mirror, yeah, and telling them how dramatic and tragic the life was, yeah. and I, I'm guessing we're gonna have a little bit of everybody. I just hope they don't put it the day that they live. <laughs> oh, I know because it's too obvious. Uh, yeah, she talked uh, about um, her body image issues. Yeah, the body image very random. I also thought it was very random and very out of the blue. But also, can you imagine the amount of shit talking that has to happen there? So they probably chose the moment where we can see La Macarena being, you know, real, serious talking about her life, which it's something that we honestly, a lot of us go through, especially in the queer community, having issues with your body and not feeling uh, as accepted as you wish. You yeah, know? especially now that we. Sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, now that we start Pride, uh, I was just wanted to, to remind everybody that it's super free to just be kind to one another and yeah. and remind that just because you don't want to fuck somebody doesn't mean that you have to get asshole to them, you know? Very, very good point. Uh, you know what's so funny, too, is, uh, you know, you know, one of the things we make fun of on this show is how, uh, when because usually what they do on these shows is somebody, one other drag queen will be like, hey, Macarena. Have you ever had any body image issues? Like some producer told me say that. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, but on this one, she just like, they're, it's empty. And I can't remember who the other one is. They're just at the mirror. And she just walks yeah. up and goes, I have body image issues. And you're like, yeah. where, where did that come from? That I mean, <laughs> they, they could have done it in a way that makes sense because they are getting out of dress or they are showing how they get it. It's the first time that they are getting ready mm-hmm. in front of everybody, sorry, friend, in front of each other. So it makes sense that the conversation would start it. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was less. Abrupt, exactly. Yeah. It was a prompt. It was probably a prompt from a producer yeah. saying, "Hey, Macarena, why don't you talk about this right now?" Yeah. And and, and it, I wish it was more organic as well. But yeah, I also felt like it was a little odd. Uh, okay, so next, Supreme comes back in to do some table visits with the queens. Uh, the only maybe you have some notes on this moment, but the only one I have, and let's get into it right now, is we learn mm-hmm. during the worker mentions, but they get into it here that Sagitaria and Divina Nurmi used to be roommates. Mm-hmm. And had a very, very rocky uh, period as roommates until they finally ended things, moved out, and they hadn't spoken really since. And then, yep. and so Supreme was doing her job and trying to get the reason. And I think very wisely they were like, uh-uh. in fact, they make a joke saying, we'll tell you at the finale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. They know how to explode their drama and they yeah, know how exactly. to take it farther. And, and I hope they actually do and make, you know, their money out of this. Yeah. Um, but uh, I will say something about Supreme and the walkthrough, which I thought it was really sweet. Um, she was very confront- um How do you fucking say it? She was very... I don't want to say loving, but she was she was trying to be very, to make the queens feel very comfortable. Yeah, to feel the queens. I remember especially especially with Carmen. Carmen was all over the place, and and she was like, "Calm down." She was like, "Calm down." And the way she talks to them and how they call them Miss Reinas, my queens and my babes, it's just it's just something different than the other hosts that, that we have seen. I feel mm-hmm. like she really cares about these girls. I don't know if you know it's probably scripted too, but it feels really cute to me that's one thing the other one uh yes is when we get the uh whole revealing of the drama of the two roommates um 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it feels like it's going to be a thing that we have seen before in the show, so I don't think it's very original. We have mm-hmm. seen it already, Alisa and Gogo. Mm-hmm. We have seen the whole all beef between the two queens before. And I thought, for me, um, I thought Poopy was, Poopy's dress was a lot worse than... than um, I am not... Having a struggle. Well, 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 we'll get to that when we get to the looks. Any other thoughts on the table visits about. Uh, what, oh, Dovima. Dovima. Oh, what about it? Oh, Dovima. No, yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. say that. Yeah. Okay. We're, yeah. We're, sorry. I'm just jumping all over the place. Let's no, stay don't with sweat the, it. The, don't the sweat visits. It. Don't sweat yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought Supreme was great. I thought uh, we're going to hear a lot more about these two uh, girls that had the problem before that. They had the fights, and I don't know. I'm kind of curious now. I want to hear the drama. About well, we know it was about a man. Also, when they revealed that yeah. it was, it was this about a boy. So I'm curious. I, maybe this is just a, this, the little stupidest thing, and then they will get over it. And and you know, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we're gonna see a moment where I, 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 I am anticipating that they will have to sing against each other. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> when when after after they obviously become best friends. Yes. Um, so it's gonna be a great episode because we're gonna be like, oh my god, who's leaving? About yeah. you know, who's gonna be the first one in yeah. the, the two leaving? Yeah. Here's the thing too. I think you're right because you and I are both uh, wise people now in our age, and uh, when you're 22. The littlest things are like, I'm not ever talking to that person ever again. You know, they're so young. Of so they're like, it could of be course. like, she ate too many crackers or something like that. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's go, to a, let's go to Elimination Day where there is a very uh, important discussion where Inti, like you said, it initiates a conversation about um, the trans revolution we're experiencing, non-binary identity. And we specifically mm-hmm. learned, even though you, I know you plan on talking about this, about a very influential person in Spain for at least some of these drag queens named Maria Isabel. And so why don't you go ahead and tell us about this? Yeah, first of all, amazing that they had four non-binary people in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so important to see it, and it's so important to get this visibility. I love that they did this, and I love how they were just like, okay, who is non-binary? And you see hands going up. I, I mean, I thought it was amazing and so refreshing. Uh, Maria Isabel. Okay, they mentioned Maria Isabel a bunch of times. She's a little girl. She's basically a child star. Uh, she was a singer. Picture a pop rumba flamenco singer uh dressed with high heels like flamenco high heels and a mm-hmm. fan and the big rings so obviously all the girls were crazy about her and obviously there was a lot of marketing and merchandise about her so there's a moment where they say oh my god somebody brought the maria Isabel shoes or the mm-hmm. fan or whatever so they all queer kids wanted to be that and have that but it would always go to the cousins or the sisters. So um, that's that's Maria Isabel. If you also do a quick YouTube, you will see her. Now she's probably a young woman, but um, um, at the time she came up, I was already an adult, so I didn't really care about the music. But hey, uh, she was adorable. And and for these kids, obviously, they were there at her age. So that's why it was, you know. Has she, able, has she, has she been able to parlay it into... Uh, success as an adult with the gay kids, you know, like maybe as like uh, other pop stars in the U.S. have who were child stars. Um, I'm pretty sure she's still active and, and very involved. Um, I'm I'm not really following her, but I'm pretty sure she's she's still. There's a couple of them like her that are like amazing artists and and they are still active and and they actually did well after being child stars, like children right. stars. Well, now 
I know you are excited for this part. I know you are dying to talk about this part. I have a feeling. Do how you, you feel want? About do you have any more questions about culture, though? Do you have any more questions about names that they drop? Because I, I noticed because I was seeing this with husband and friends who were not um, Spanish speakers, and we had to have the subtitles on. Yeah. And the subtitles is not that the subtitles were off; is that it's sometimes very difficult to put in a line. Yeah. A whole a whole explanation of what a pop, pop culture element is. So yeah. sometimes they would just omit it or try to translate it somehow else. Um, but if there's any t type of question that you have for names, because yeah. they also they also name Leonor, which is a very joke on the monarchy in the country. Yeah. There's there's a bunch of things that are very in, like very Spanish. So yeah. if you have any questions about that. Well, how about, why don't we do this? Look, if you're listening, uh, leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com at Afterthought Media or slash, slash Afterthought Media and or email us at uh, Drag Race Recap at Afterthought.media. And if you have any questions that we missed over about the, that we missed about the pop culture references, something you want to know about, something they were referencing, something we missed, let us know. We'll bring it up on the next episode. But um, let's actually get to now the looks the looks. Okay, now um, let's talk about the looks right now. And on the looks, first, let's all we do this with RuPaul. What were your thoughts if you had any on Supreme's look? Sort of like a ruffly red, yeah. I didn't love the hair for some reason. Why was the hair that way? I, I wish the hair was a little better. Yeah. The hair was that was a little on the. I don't know. It looked like one of the girls versus the you know the host. That should be amazing. I don't know uh -huh. who's behind her, but. I feel like the the some of my friends also mentioned about the dress. I I, I didn't have issues with the dress really, but mm -hmm. um, the hair I found I love the makeup. The hair I thought it was a little it felt a little like I did it myself. Okay, very good. All right. How uh, do you feel about her? Oh, one thing you'll learn. I have I so care so little about talking about the looks. I'm like, all right, let's get through this. But I know that you probably have <laughs> thoughts about the looks. Inti, do you have any thoughts on Inti? <laughs> I thought it was really smart and really contemporary, very modern, very, um, I don't know, it's, it's a look that you would see anywhere in a big city in Europe. And, and you can tell she's living in Belgium. You can tell she's a girl that travels because you could yeah. see, you could see that. It's right. just, um, I, I find it very interesting. Um, I want to see more. All right, next we have Aranza Castilla-La Mancha. Any thoughts Aranza there? Castilla-La Mancha, yes. It, it looks very tricksy because she's yeah. going for the whole doll. She's going for the whole Hannah Montana merchandise, yeah. doll pink, and uh, not particularly a huge fan of it. But hey, it's it's fun to watch. Ugasio Crujiente. I was obsessed with the look. Very yeah. artistic, very creative. Um I, I think it's just a piece of art. And I would yeah. love to go to a rave party and find that installation and, see, and look at it, you know? Very good. Killer Queen. Killer Queen, again, um, I don't even remember. I mean, I think she's a lovely personality and I love that she's a doctor and blah, blah. But what was she wearing? I, I can't remember. Yeah, it was. It's like a, a, you're asking the wrong person, like green hair. Like an open, yeah. almost like a really big booty with an open thing showing her legs and like a bodysuit that's been like ruffled. There's a bunch of like flowers all over the bodysuit. Is and it she, the Marie Antoinette one? Yes, the Marie Antoinette one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have seen a thousand times too. Yeah, which is great. But um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't particularly wild. I almost I, wonder if Killer is who Dovima was talking about where she said like, look, I sewed this whole thing and they just brought dresses already and they just did stuff to it. So it could be that. 
Uh, all right, Sahitaria. She came out in just like the balls with some hoops, and that was it, showing off her body. Yeah, I, ag- I, ag- I agree with John, the, the judge. It was very bondage, but also some type of fashion showing a lot of body, which is on trend for her. Mm. Uh, really interesting to watch. Remind me of, you know, the great Violet with the mini yes. waist. I yeah, thought it was great. Very interesting. Right. I think she pulls a lot from former drag references. The Macarena. She does. Macarena was well, hot mess, but it wasn't the worst hot mess. I have to say, mm-hmm. um, it was there was a there was, it felt like there was a lot of fabric, <laughs> some some in some places. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't think it was the worst. For me, the worst was Poopy. We will talk about it. Mm-hmm. I, as much as I love her as a comedian, I was very underwhelmed. All right. Next we have Dovima Nurmi. Dovima. Uh, it was it was interesting an interesting idea I have to say mm-hmm. uh, I just you could tell it was a house so I was very out of the illusion if she had covered or painted I don't know I th- I think that the effect would have been a little different it wasn't it wasn't very terrible but it was a little okay we need a little work here by the way I forgot to mention I should mention this now that the category was the mercadillo or also known as the rummage sale. And uh, the queen had to pull mm-hmm. boxes and use whatever materials were in those boxes to make their outfits. Uh, yes, correct. Uh, poopy poison. Mercadillo, by the way, mercadillo, you know, it's like a street market yeah. market where you can usually find cheap fabrics, cheap stuff that you would buy. So that's why it's kind of like a, the same way we have seen where they had to get stuff from the trash and yeah. create outfits. Mm-hmm. This is not comp- this is not from the trash, but it's not the best quality, so it's. For us to see how much mm-hmm. they can actually turn something, you know, into something amazing. Uh, yeah. Which one? What what queen are we talking about now? Poopy Poison. Are you done with her? Oh, Poopy. Yeah. Poopy. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't... I wasn't... I, I know she was going for a character. The, the, I just didn't see that it was... I don't see how, why it, it, it was worse than, um, than La Macarena. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. And... You can see how one of the hobbies, the blonde hobby, which by the way, I'm just going for that look right now with my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see why one of the hobbies was uh, basically defending her, saying because they is they know each other, they probably know the background of Poopy, and and you could tell like how he was like, well, I want to see more of her, and I want to, I don't know, I think I think. Um, there's a lot going on with who left and who stayed for the drama of having the the friends from Barcelona fighting, and I wasn't really. But also the the fact that it's a good episode. I mean, it, it, it's a good episode because of the fact that uh, we have all these disagreements, and because it's unexpected. I personally wasn't expecting Macarena to go, so that's why maybe this episode is like a wow, you know? Yeah. All right, very good. Next we have Carmen Farala. Your thoughts there, Carmen Farala. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty girl. The dress was amazing. I love yeah. what she did with the yeah, very well constructed, like the way, the way she used uh, the, the IKEA bags uh, inside, and, and I love how they always say it's for a, from a furniture store. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, you know, it's the classic blue. It's the classic IKEA bag. I don't know. The fabric was great. The construction was great. The idea was amazing. I, I think she looked like a real housewife of, yeah. of Madrid. I don't know what she's from. All right, and finally, we have Drag Vulcano. Your thoughts here? Drag Vulcano. Um, I wish it was a little bit more 
theatrical, just like the way she came out with the, the spikes dress. It was mm -hmm. uh, a little less theatrical, but uh, but obviously pretty and beautiful. I think mm -hmm. I think we're gonna hear a lot about Volcano right. and see a lot because the, the, I also I also hope they push him to her. Mm -hmm. um, I hope they push them to, you know leave what they are known for because if if we see a lot of canarias drag queen which is the, the high platform shoe and, and the body you know i hope we see a lot more you know something more you know glamorous if we see some you know more more sexy if we all can right. all right very good well those are the looks all right let's go to the main stage uh back on the main stage oh well, in Unt in untuck the safe queens think that carmen's gonna win and they actually think macarena is clearly on top they actually thought macarena was clearly going to be in one of the top queens I know it's, it's it's I was agreeing with all that. Well, come, I, I kind of know I kind of knew Hugo. Or I was hoping Hugo was gonna um, Hugo Gracias was gonna uh, win. But yeah, uh, my top two were definitely Carmen and, and Hugo, and I didn't expect. Uh, I mean, I didn't I didn't think Macarena was gonna win for sure, mm -hmm. but I didn't think I thought I thought she was gonna be safe. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, well the, wigger, the winner is uh, Ugasio Crujiente. In the bottom, we have the Macarena and the Vina Nurmi. Uh, the song that they have the lip sync to is Sobreviviré by Monica Naranjo, which you said is iconic song. Iconic. Um, and uh, Monica, by the way, Monica, uh, I think she started her career in Mexico, so she's very well known in Mexico. Okay. Um, she has a lot of hits there, so it's very well known in Latin America. All right, very well. very good. And then uh, and then I saw that after the lip sync that the judges vote, which I've never seen before. Uh, Supremo. No, they do that in Canada. Oh, they did. They oh, do I see. I didn't watch the one season I didn't watch was Canada. Oh, they voted in Canada. <laughs> oh, interesting. They vote so they they give the votes of who wins. I don't know how much. I, I'm assuming that is the way it is. I don't think the looks has the power to choose herself, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, they did. They, they do some uh, voting there. All right, very good. And then. Uh, so, and then we find out that the person going home is the Macarena. And then she says mm -hmm. this, which is very interesting. I wanted to ask you about it is she gives this very nice speech. Thank you for having me, blah, 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 blah. But then she goes on this weird, like sort of angry speech, which it seemed like they all knew and it seemed familiar to them. Like she was quoting something. Was she quoting something? <laughs> no, I don't think she was quoting. It's just a way of speaking. And it's, it's just a way of being like, you know what? You thought this was the last of me, but it wants. Okay. Uh, you you would see more. It's it's just a way of speaking. It's also very southern, southern Spain. <laughs> um, it's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's like mad or aggressive or anything. I think it's just. It's just a way of saying I have, I have the balls to face yeah. life now, and yeah. you're gonna see it. You know. And then and then Supreme said some. She doesn't say. Remember, you can just you know love yourself. Or whatever, but I hope Paul's saying. She said something else. Which oh. The girls, the girls knew. What is that saying? What was she saying? That that is a huge quote. That part, which I'm assuming is going to be how we're going to finish every single episode, is a huge song from uh, a singer called Alaska. She's huge in, for the queer community. Not Alaska, like Alaska, our drag queen from here. Um, she's Alaska, a Mexican uh, singer, but she has been living in Spain all her life, and um, it's a it's a very queer icon it's a, it's a very gay song so that's that's i'm assuming that's going to be the version of if you um love yourself how you, the hell you're gonna love somebody else so that's gonna be that's gonna be the way they end all right 
Uh, I have to get out of here pretty soon, but are there any final thoughts you have on the episode? Are there anything we forgot to mention, things you you want to say before we get out of here? I want to say yeah. um, I loved Anna looking um, huge fashion designer. She's uh, oh, very interesting, right. very cute. Yeah. She was great. Um, I love the Javis, although I was expecting a little bit more from them. And Who are they, by the way? Los Javis son, oh my god, they are huge creators. They have uh, TV shows. They are writers and actors, but also they, they direct. So they have the, they are the creators of Veneno, the show mm -hmm. on HBO Max. Yeah. That is huge. And I also, I recommended you a couple of weeks ago to watch yes. it. I don't know if you did. And they have another show on Netflix called Paquita Salas, which is about a, a, man, a talent manager. Fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. I, I hope everybody watches them. And so they are basically creators. They 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 are judges in multiple shows. They are in the Mask Singer Spain. They they have they are they are TV personalities and also writers. Yeah, they're kind of but also John Cartagena, John Cartagena, the the top model, the, the top model uh, Spanish top model and actor. Uh, who was the guest judge. He's so gorgeous. And that voice that he has is amazing. Yeah, they were super in love with him. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next time as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct uh, Drag Race España. So for uh, Raul Martin and myself, uh, sachet away. Sashay Tebas. Oh, Sashay Tebas. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs>